Alright, let's record something, because I, uh, was in the middle of recording my first fucking intro when, um, a bunch of people staged a coup, uh, and I live just north of Washington, D.C. I saw people driving en masse north out of the city, um, and for a few hours... I was sitting in my apartment wondering if I was going to have to start driving north, too. It has been a wild week to start the year that we, you know, <laughs> we all hoped would would not be as wild, but here we are. Um, and I, I don't really have much to say on that, except it's insane that despite all the warnings, despite all the signs that this was coming... People are still saying, how how could this happen? This is not who we are as a country, blah, blah. This is fucking who we are at this point. This is not surprising. This is, this is, a, this is a circus, honestly. And uh, I... <laughs> it's a, a, an interesting way to segue into a, a, a movie that is also a circus. Um, and it was a movie that was released in December of 2019. And uh, the hilarious Yamini Nambimadam talks to me about this movie and how it's an omen of possibly the year to follow it, the year that was 2020. And I know a lot of us are thinking that this is the first week of 2021 and things are not looking great. But remember this, the first week of 2020 didn't look awful. I'm sure you didn't expect the first week of 2020 to get the following 51 weeks that we ended up getting. So, again, it's just one week. Remember that it's not a reflection of what the year will look like. But having said that, um, it was a little bit naive of a lot of people to just wish that the year were over because we assign such value to the 365 days that mark a year, and, you know, things just aren't going to get better, obviously. I mean, this has been proved to us this week of all weeks, and we might have some interesting weeks ahead of us, but whoever you are, I believe that you can do it, and I believe that we can do it, and I, I just don't have much else to say, because now is not the time to be recording comedy podcasts about movies that came out a year and a half ago, but that's all I know, and that's all I know how to do, so if you're listening, I appreciate it. I have more episodes coming up. If you want to keep in touch or keep on that, you can follow me on Twitter at Joshua Simon Says. You can also go to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash gagpod. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying sane. I hope you're gagging on some real yummy yummy movies to get through the anxiety of this month and know that you matter and um yeah so enjoy this uh episode of the gag about cats which i know i normally do horror films but as we describe in this episode it is one of the most horrifying things either one of us had ever seen so please enjoy the hilarious Yamini Nambimadam and myself discussing Tom Hooper's 2019 horror show, Cats. Enjoy.
Okay, we're recording. Okay, we are recording. Um, first of all, thank you for doing this. Thanks so uh, much for having me. Of course. And what uh, the structure is basically just a conversation about um, what makes you gay and anxious about scary movies. And mm-hmm. I ask my guests what turned them gay this week and ask what they've been gagging on this week because the show is called The Gag. Because Mm -hmm. it's about horror, but it's also about me, a gay, anxious gremlin. Um, (laughs) And yeah, maybe we'll talk comedy. Maybe we'll just talk other scary movies or or other queer things that happened to us this week. But Mm -hmm. it's pretty low stakes. Cool. All right. I'll get into the intro where I make a gross, gaggy noise. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to (laughs) The Gag. A spook cast where I, Joshua Simon, the gay anxious gremlin, talk about uh, queer things, horror things, and queer horror things with some of my spooper special guests. And today my spooper special guest is the host of the Pillow Talk pod and comedian extraordinaire coming to you live from the West Coast. It's Yamini Nambimadam, right? That's pretty close, yeah. It's (laughs) Nambimadam. Nambimadam. But I did get Yamini right because I watched that video of how to pronounce Mm -hmm. your first name. I appreciate it. <laughs> I meant to ask how to pronounce it before we started. I can't believe I was like, all right, step one, skip it. <laughs> I like kind of see, like throwing people in the pool and like seeing, you know, how they swim with it. I mean, you use your full name on stage, right? You don't, you don't go yeah. by just Yamini. I mean, maybe one day I'll go by just Yamini, but Ooh, I'm yeah. not there yet. That would be nice. Have you done sure. Zoom or outdoor shows since the pandemic started? I haven't done any outdoor, but I've done a ton of Zoom. I'm at home in my parents' house. My grandma's here, and I'm in the suburbs, so like, there's not really, you know. Nowhere to go out and stand up outdoors. <laughs> yeah, but like, it sucks, because I'm in California, so it's warm enough to still be doing outdoor shows and stuff, but there's just nothing around me. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't, like, some people, well, some comedians are just going back to clubs, just doing yeah. what they do, and it's like, I don't understand how Mm-mm. I don't know I, I just don't know don't understand Mm-mm. yeah it's it's especially in like it's happening in like big cities and yeah like scary. like New York rooms are opening back up and that's just an ins- like the ceilings are just so low that's an insane idea it's also like the people who are willing to go to those shows the people who are most likely to be contracting COVID anyway because they're probably careless in a bunch of other ways that's true so yeah but hey we've got vaccines around the corner mm-hmm. supposedly I don't know yeah <laughs> I mean I watched all of AOC's story of her getting it and that was very exciting cool is yeah. everyone in Congress gonna just get the vaccine or is it like I I think they're like doing it in rounds but okay. it was really upsetting to see Mitch McConnell and like Mike Pence getting it when they like you know <laughs> well, well, <laughs> we're not it's insane that the people who are openly flouting the rules are the ones getting that like Rudy Giuliani got the vaccine already I think and he's mm-hmm. just been going out and getting it and giving it to whoever he wants yeah. willy-nilly yeah it's upsetting for sure absolutely uh, let's get off that topic because we don't need to <laughs> linger on it um let me ask I asked all my guests what turned them gay this week did anything particularly gay happen to you what turned me gay this week can be something you watched a comedian who's queer that you're that you're influenced I, by i thought julie Lipa's snl performance last night was really sexy 
Um, when I have she a came tweet. on, I was like, oh, it's Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> and I put that on Twitter, and Twitter was quick to say, no, 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 no. Have you seen Brown that tweet with that's... black hair. <laughs> what tweet? Like, ethnically ambiguous, uh, like, white-looking woman with black hair. Yeah, there's a tweet of, like, Dua Lipa in a mask, and she's in this, like, sexy outfit, like, walking down the street, and someone's, like, AOC on her way to pass the Green New Deal. And someone texted me, like oh, like, AOC, like, has really good, like, off-duty fashion, and I was like, oh, no, um, yeah, that Gal Gadot was, makes sense a little bit, because they're both, like, Dua Lipa's Albanian, Gal Gadot's Israeli, and they mm-hmm. both have that dark black hair, and I was surprised to find out Dua Lipa's her real name, yeah, her Albanian I- name, I'm not a Gal Gadot fan, and the Imagine video really hammered it home for me, <laughs> Um, but I imagine waking up in the morning and saying this is what I'm gonna do (laughs) I made a parody of it early in quarantine with a bunch of my friends and we did it to party rock anthem Um, mm -hmm. Mm. and we just like sang it really somberly you know but I do love Dua Lipa and I loved I I tweeted this and people people disagree with me but I I have no, I get, I get, I want, I don't want you to come after me. I get the problem with queer baiting by mm-hmm. artists, but I don't have any problem personally when hot women queer bait because it's like, you know, just give it to me. Or even when men, even when straight men do, because like that's the kind of man that I'm attracted to is like, is someone who's like, like potentially queer men. Right, you right, know? right. right. Um, so I liked that. I also have a tweet that's like kind of making the rounds right now about how um, I would eat Ben Shapiro's wife's pussy. Oh, that's right. You want to eat Ben Shapiro's wife's pussy. Just wanted I to think... say it twice because I love the sound <laughs> of it. I think there's like an untapped market in teaching shitty men how to pleasure their wives. Right. I think wives need to start finger blasting their husbands more. I think that's what it comes down to mm-hmm. like the pegging trend going around yeah we like, need to see more of that we ben need Shapiro to see getting pegged we need to see that on like a, a, a major sitcom just good old pegging story <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if abc would approve that but <laughs> come on my Bialik's <laughs> new series call me cat let's have a pegging storyline yeah. <laughs> i'm here for it for you sure you think my Bialik would go for it i don't know she seems like the type, she, like, okay, she, when she was playing What's Her Face in um, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. She would have, her character would have pegged Sheldon Cooper for sure. I mean, could they have done anything else? That that particular yeah. couple. Like, that was such a dom sub. I didn't watch a ton yeah. of Big Bang Theory. Me neither. My dad loved it. Yeah, um, my parents were like, you need to see the hottest new show. And I was like which one and they said big bang theory and we watched it did the so well. pilot episode and i said well this is fun but it seems like dumb jokes about smart people which is a fun premise but eight seasons long is a and a million dollars it's, per episode i think the appeal of big bang theory is that dumb people can watch it and feel like they're in on the joke of making fun of smart people and that they're like smart for making fun of smart people mm, that's a good point there's a lot of comedy that's like you have to be like really smart to get this joke and if you don't mm-hmm. get it like there's a lot of there's a bit of shaming going on from a lot of comedians when like 
their audience doesn't quite pick up on the joke and that of mm-hmm. course I think comes from our insecurity on stage like oh no they're not getting the joke I have to yeah. make fun of them until they do but audiences will just turn against you so quickly when you judge them for knowledge that they don't have yet mm-hmm. yeah yeah like it's not fun to feel you want to feel like you can almost like get to the like it's turning a click a click in your brain you're like whoa like so true like yeah I totally get that yeah you don't want to leave them behind but you yeah. also are like I've got like a ton of bits to get through so I'm gonna need you to like come with me quickly mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. yeah I whenever I would watch Big Bang Theory though I just feel really bad for that Indian actor who played Raj Kutrapali I was like I hope you're getting like a ton of money from this dude because you've just like you've just sold out your entire race like this is <laughs> this is oof, you should be getting the most money yeah but clearly you're not getting as much as Kaylee Cuoco because no. she got if, paid so much for that show. Yes. On, ne- Ooh, on Netflix. Um, she was on an episode of uh, Burt Kreischer's The Cabin. I saw, I saw this- that episode. <laughs> yeah. I had to rewind a couple times to just watch it happen in real time because uh-huh. it was so delightful, but. And Joel McHale's just- little faces throughout. <laughs> Joel McHale was having a great time. Yeah. He barely had to work that day. That they paid yeah. him to. He he should have paid them for that day of work. Yeah. <laughs> so you're on the west coast right now, and you say mm-hmm. it's warm. Has it gotten cold at all? I mean, it gets cold, which means like you're in California, low 60s. right? Yeah, I'm I'm near LA, so okay. it gets to low sixties, and it it gets kind of gray. Mm-hmm. But California is now at like kind of the epicenter right has mm-hmm. have the cases LA, been... LA is the epicenter of the virus right now yeah it was like New York earlier and it's just kind of pinballing around the the country yeah, now yeah it was in like the midwest for a while and now it's back here are people behaving in LA or is it kind of wild people behave fine I think it's just an urban center and like Hollywood hasn't shut down mm. so that's a lot of it and like a lot of industry is still going on like people wear masks in LA it's like people comply but it's so urban and so like you know it's hard to not do things right when you're in a city and why hasn't Hollywood shut down I guess because they have the money to to be safe but I can't imagine most studios that don't have that kind of money are making anything yeah I mean I think they just stopped for the whole beginning of quarantine and then once things started opening up they started doing things again and now they're like oh we can't not make anything so they have to do stuff in some way yes Hollywood is single-handedly saving the economy and it's like they're all being safe but the thing is like these people who are working on these things are definitely working on multiple things because they're not being paid enough like the lower level people at least are not being paid enough like PAs and no so they're not getting paid enough to get things. yelled at by tom cruise <laughs> for being on the third set for the 13th hour of their work day yeah so i think it's like kind of my friend is currently paing on a set in la and just like hearing her stories about it it's like wild but yeah, there's a covid I, scare every other day you know it's it's crazy that the, it, it's crazy the things that people will do to just get a movie out there and I'm trying to segue clumsily into what we're mm-hmm. talking about today. Um, 
because we're talking about cats, which when you brought it out, um, it is. Did you know it was the one year anniversary of its release? I knew we were coming close to, to it, but I didn't know yeah. that it not was. Not to date this episode because it probably won't come out till January, yeah. <laughs> February. But um, yeah, it's it was a year ago today that this behemoth was unleashed upon the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, looking back, it was so crazy at the time. But looking back, wasn't it a wonderful omen of things to come? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it in 2019 encapsulate the year following? It felt like an isolated incident and it really was not. Yeah, it captured the world's attention real fast. And when you said it's not a horror movie, I'm like, oh no, it's one of the scariest things I've seen recently. And I was trying Mm -hmm. to think why it scared me so much. And I think it's what you're talking about is this Hollywood, Hollywood's ability to do whatever they want. They're Mm -hmm. this consequence-free gamble, but oh boy. I mean, they still lost a lot of money, but I think at one point, everyone making this movie said, okay, we're making something crazy, so we might as well make every wrong choice we can. It feels like, you know how, have you ever seen like an Instagram influencer do like Instagram controls my life for a day and people have to answer a poll and they do that choice? So they'll be like, what should I eat today? And they'll be like, oatmeal or waffles. And they'll do whatever the people say. And it's always like random shit. That's what Cats movie felt like. There was just like kind of throwing things at a dartboard. And that was like how they would make their choice. And I also just think the amount of money they spent on that movie. Imagine how many people they could have fed with that money. They could have, they could have fed every cat in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. They, they, but it's like, it's like if, an Instagram influencer was like, what should I have for breakfast? Waffles or pancakes? And someone went, shards of glass and thumbtacks. And she went, <laughs> okay. And she starts shoveling shards of glass and thumbtacks into her mouth. And she's just bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what should I do next? And they're like, squeeze lemon into your eye. And she goes, okay, you crazy kids. Like, <laughs> it's, it's as if every choice, they were like, how can we make not only the wrong one, but like, something so left out of left field yeah do you remember the cultural moment that was the trailer coming out because I think that was almost crazier moment in time than the actual movie it was because it it just it just left so many more questions none of us were ready for it you know and it was just like what's going on I remember like Twitter was up in arms about it it was really crazy and I just remember like all my friends were talking about it and then I had a friend one friend who was like I actually really want to see this movie and (laughs) I made a pact with her that I would see it with her in December so I couldn't chicken out of it by that point because like in the summer we had agreed we were going to see this movie. So you saw it in December of 2019 in the theater? In theaters pretty like a few days after it came out pretty early. Were you sober? No. Okay good. No. Um, I actually this is a funny story I was so I was home and I went to a dispensary to buy edibles just to just for this movie you were um, prepared and I went there and I the guy who was like taking my order or whatever I don't know what the term is <laughs> the, in like weed world um the barista he, <laughs> I think it's I think it's bud it's a bud bud easter or something oh buddy um, how about a um canna barista a a like somebody get Haley OC I on the like phone that. all right <laughs> Um, but 
he he was just like talking to me and um I think part of it was he was hitting on me a little bit but I was like yeah I told him I was like this is what I'm gonna do today is like go see the movie cats um and, and he's he like you like, need these five different strains take mm-hmm. this one at minute 26 he's like I've done all this I got you he like didn't really understand like why I was doing that he was like that sounds kind of weird but he gave me something and then he was like you just you have such good vibes so I'm gonna offer you like you're talking to the manager here like I'm gonna offer you the manager's discount Ooh, and I was like slick. this is a strange business model that you just run on vibes but um it seems to be it was, working well for this industry it was good and I showed up to the movie and we both just um oh my friend was late so she because like she was trying to find parking so she missed the entire opening scene no um, way it sounded it, it looked like you had showed up by yourself with edibles to watch cats alone <laughs> that's a great image I sat in the back and I was just like sitting there like texting her like please like get here park your car get here like I this is this is this is I gonna be crazy. Do this alone. Uh, and she finally showed up, and there was nobody in the theater. Like this was opening weekend. Wow. Pretty much, like probably came out on Friday. Maybe this was Sunday or Monday. I'm not really. It was it was early. All right. And like um, before the before the reviews hit, or like after the reviews hit. I think as the reviews were hitting. Because like everyone saw the trailer and like knew at this point it was going to be a lot. And, and then there was all that stuff about like is Jason Derulo's penis going to be in it? Like, we don't know. Do they have buttholes? Is it CGI? Is it real? Because Tom Hooper really wanted, I mean, he hired such great dancers and he hired all these talented people and 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 demanded real sets, real costumes. Yes. I think he cast the movie. I think they cast the movie by putting every single celebrity imaginable in a hat and drawing <laughs> names out of the hat because it's so random. It's Jason Derulo, it's Taylor Swift, it's Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, Jennifer Hudson, it just out like it's the weirdest it's really stacked array and, of and um mm-hmm. i think a little bit before the trailer came out like a sneak preview came out and it was just the the cast in in like in like confessionals reality style and jennifer hudson the first thing she said was when they told me i was gonna be in cats i was like <gasps> and i knew right from that moment that this was going to be a journey because it made me think that Jennifer Hudson's just sitting in a chair in a room somewhere waiting for somebody to knock on the door and go all right you're going to be in a movie okay Jennifer come on out let's get you in makeup for cats um the star of the movie cats was Jennifer Hudson's boogers to me her, her boogers made some real 11 o'clock choices and i loved all of them they stole the show her boogers it was like they could cgi out jason derulo's dick they could do all this crazy stuff but they couldn't get rid of her boogers no because that's like the acting that's what that's the emotion but it's like you know the thing is like i i'm a nobody right now <laughs> i'm you know but Hey, 11,000 on Twitter is nothing to shake a stick at. Um, but what, it, even if I ever get to Jennifer Hudson level fame, I can't count. I can't, you can't trust anybody. Like if I was in that movie and I watched it and I was like, they look at my boogers and I would feel so betrayed. They got rid of everyone's butthole and Jason Derulo's penis, but they kept my boogers. And there were so many versions of this film that supposedly exist like the feet Mm -hmm. and the one with judy dench's real hands and her Mm -hmm. wedding ring and the and 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 just it it started to add to its own cult of 
disaster movies mm-hmm. before it even like before it was out for a week and it almost seemed like this was planned like they knew they couldn't salvage it as a good movie so they yeah. tried to make it a so bad it's good movie but i don't know if they succeeded <laughs> no and it's also the kind of thing where i'm really glad i saw it in theaters because i had this experience Ooh, tell i tell me can't, about it like just seeing it I was like I was just I'm a very good mannerly moviegoer I'm very quiet I um tend not to bring I I do sneak in snacks but I tend not to bring really loud ones I don't go on my phone you know I'm pretty respectful Mm -hmm. oh that all went out the window when I saw cats I was snapchatting the entire thing I was putting like the face filters on on all the cats like I was eating I was eating all sorts of snacks and I was just like, like, I was just making the noises that were just like, ah, ah, those kinds of noises. And everyone else in the theater, which was like 10 other people, was all like, were they all making noise as well? Were you talking to each other? No, we were all kind of far apart because like we could be because it was not a packed theater, Um. but it was like very COVID compliant the way we were all spaced out. (laughs) Yeah, imagine. Before we even knew. (laughs) Um, But and it was like huge. So it was like every single weird choice they made, you could see it all blown up. Like the boogers that the boogers were like bigger than my human body on the screen, you know? Yeah. And that was like a really, a really interesting experience. And I felt like if you're watching it for the first time on your computer, it's just going to be like, it's, it looks like some like fucked up kids, like school project type <laughs> of thing. Like it doesn't look as Here's my final, <laughs> you know, you're, you're right, because the way they CGI their bodies, um, especially the, the dancing, uh, I watched it for the first time a couple of months ago, and then I watched it again with my husband a few days ago, and mm-hmm. the first thing he said to me is like, what's, what's the point of getting all these dancers and having these dance moments if you're going to CGI over all of it? And the way their bodies move is so computerized that it, it, it kind of ruins the point of the whole show, which is a dance show, because it's not yeah. a plot show. Oh, no. Could you understand any of the plot the first time you saw it? I did, but I knew about Cats just because like, I was like a theater kid, and so I knew... Oh, so going in, did you know all of the words or? There's no plot. It's not a movie about plot. It's a musical about plot. It's a movie where every character introduces themselves and goes away, disappears until the very last scene when they all come back out again. Yeah. And and there's no like, they're all getting kidnapped by McCavity, right? That was added to the movie just for, you know, stakes. I think the kidnapping was added for stakes, but he's definitely evil in the in the musical they added some songs yeah and it was also just weird like that I could I feel like that's a a, that's porn for furries also that whole movie yeah like it was so sexualized like the Taylor Swift song was like meant to be like a big catnip orgy right yeah it was like it it was like sexy it was and yet I don't know. It was also very, very dangerous. No and one the, was ever free of danger. No, no. The one song I like without um, any, you know, I have no qualms about it is uh, Skimble Shanks, the railway the cat. railway cat. Oh, that was that was that one was great. I think that the sequence with Ian McKellen cat 
Gus the Gus the theater cat and mm-hmm. into Skimbleshanks because it happened right before Taylor Swift's song. Yeah. <laughs> Makes them both a little bit better. And I'm like, oh, I remember this. This was the sequence that I enjoyed. Yeah. Like Skimbleshanks, I wasn't like adding Snapchat filters during. I was just like bopping around in my seat. Great tap dancing. The the worst song in it, I'm forgetting the name of the song. It's the Rebel Wilson one where there's all those little mice. That is an inexplicable sequence. And it's early on. Yeah, it does set up. It does set up. We're just going to go for it here. Yeah. What's her name? Jenny Any Dots? Yeah, Jenny Any Dots. Was that the moment you were like, oh, oh this is how we're going to play it? Or did that already happen from like minute one when you were alone in the back of the theater waiting for your friend (laughs) it already was happening but when the mice started showing up in that song why were the mice all children i don't know but i didn't like it at all and i didn't like the way i don't this happens in like a lot of animated things that are like too lifelike where like their fur moves in this weird like wind replicated way yeah this isn't the last of us or cyberpunk 2077 we we don't need these graphics it was really uncomfortable for me i think that was during that song as my friend showed up (laughs) she walks in right as rebel wilson (laughs) takes off her first skin and shows you the (laughs) suit she wears underneath i'm like oh god she was just holding her skin in until seen the prom yet but the James Corden character also feels like uh I feel like that's his kind of role these days is to just kind of hop in movies and kind of be gay cause chaos yeah (laughs) oh but before we move on from Rebel Wilson the mice being children was one of the first uh instances where I was like ah now I'm remembering why I was scared like why Mm -hmm. are the mice children Mm -hmm. are all the adults mice being eaten by the cats like are the are the cats i don't think they live to adulthood uh no but then they need them to reproduce it's just this idea it's i think we're gonna get into something unethical if we keep digging yeah i know and and like thinking about why she forces the uh, cockroaches to tap dance and then just eats two of them because <laughs> they're too talented is that why she's Eat. eating them just because she can i think you know Ugh, these privileged cats why not and the Jason Derulo song, I was like so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that, is he like a cat that just fucks all the other cats? Is that his whole thing? He's like a player cat. Yeah. A player cat. Is he the only one? Cause like every they single all, cat. <laughs> yeah. They all had sexual tension with each other. And I was really struggling to figure out who was into who the entire movie. And um, I'm so bad with names. What's the, the main character's name oh the lady the lady or mr mistopheles monkestrap uh uh the the white cat oh crap what is her name there's a whole song about her name and i'm forgetting her name oh no i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna look it up oh my gosh brandon what was the name of the cat the main cat i'm asking my husband victoria 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 the white cat victoria the white cat Yes, and why did they cast a Kenyan-born mixed-race actress and then paint her white? Yeah, I felt like that was very, very (laughs) weird. Also, something that was weird to me was, like, the chests of the cats. Nothing physically made sense about them. Um, mm mm-hmm. Nothing at all. 
like they put the face, they put a human face, not a cat nose, they put a human face on a cat body. Didn't do what the musical on Broadway is famous for, which is like doing that makeup where they kind of mm-hmm. get rid of the nose and blend blend it into a cat-like face. Oh. They said, no, we want everyone to be able to recognize Judy Dench and Jennifer Hudson and her boogers. Yeah, I thought Victoria the White Cat was into literally every other cat she met. Was she just trying to find out her identity? Ooh, that could be the queer subtext. She's a pansexual, abandoned cat, just trying it's like to- It's college. Yeah, it's college. It's just, <laughs> she's just trying to sing musical theater and dance and, and, and fuck her way to some sense of identity. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Jennifer Hudson's cat story, I want a whole spinoff of. I'm a little confused by that. Is she the prostitute cat? I think so. And Is I think that her she- I think that she like slept with. Um, I'm so bad. Is at this it Rum Tum Tug? Is it Jason Derulo yes, or is Rum-tum it Tugger. McCavity or both? You oh, know McCavity, what? McCavity, Maybe McCavity. Maybe she's McCavity. enjoyed she many cats. She slept with McCavity or something, and then like he left her out to dry, and they won't like. It feels and like he's straight up evil. Cat. That's misogynist that they that they shun her for for yeah having it's sex like, with a manipulative a-hole and they all are just like yeah it's just kind of the way it is like we can't we don't vibe with you anymore sorry I hate her it's like you know like sometimes your friends like fuck people you don't like and you have to forgive them because that's what friendship is and they did not they were not there for her and it was horrible and i want i want to know she's the only one she's the only one that compels me yeah, I like why is this Victoria the White Cat story when she's so boring and clearly she's like that one Victoria the White Cat is like that girl in college who like everyone is in love with and you're like what is it I don't understand and it's that yeah. she's you know she's like nice is and she's she? like pretty and she's like it's a girl the next door a girl I, next door thing I mean it, it's very very quickly we kind of we kind of get bored with her and with Monka's strap and with like with the normal cats. Like that's why Grizabella is so fun to watch. That's why Skimbleshanks mm-hmm. the railway cat is so fun to watch because they're different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, Jenny Annie Dots is different, but why'd she have to be different in that way? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jenny Annie Dots to me is like, it's like Jenny and Dots is like those people who there's like a gay party and they do some like disgusting stuff in the middle of the dance floor and you're like this I have to share community with these people like they're making me you know what I mean like they're like uh they're like the girl or the guy in college who's just like oh my god look how much fun I am yeah oh my god I'm like I'm down for anything and you're like we didn't ask anything of you (laughs) and they like broadcast all of everyone's personal business to everybody it's just that kind of yeah and they're they're tryhards i'm definitely relating to this the more we get into it i'm like oh wait i was this person sometime <laughs> i feel like we're all them sometimes but to be that all the time is right <laughs> my i really liked those two troublemaker cats oh well. yeah the twin the lannister cats the twins mm-hmm. who who also had random sexual tension with each other right with each other i feel like are they brother and sister are they married are they lovers are they friends also, like, are they in? Are they in talks with McCavity? Are they just free agents? Um, they join him because they're just chaotic. I think they just like kind of go wherever the wind blows. But yeah, 
that scene in like the house i mean they just i mean that's the plot of from the musical and trying to translate it into screen is just a bunch of cats being introduced and that's the whole thing and i think it would have been i don't know they're they're of course using poet t.s Eliot poetry as the um as their only source of Mm -hmm. language i suppose but at the same time if you're gonna use poetry such dense language we got to be able to hear it and i missed so many words just by the sound quality or the or the way they were enunciated i'm just like i'm sorry but there's no way I'm going to get any sense of plot from language here. I'm just going to have to watch what happens. They also had just such different accents that it was like, you know, it was something that was like funny to me about that, where it was like, if it was people, they would try to make them all be from the same kind of region. Or... I, it almost felt like they were trying to make everyone sound British, but also they would just tell Jennifer Hudson and Jason Derulo okay uh sing british and they kind of at times sounded like someone had told them to sing in a more british accent yeah taylor swift too but i find this to be funny where like they say do british but they're all doing very different british is not it's like saying an an american accent like there's southern you've got like a new england you got a california you got midwestern there's lots going on there and it was just hard for me to kind of keep up also singing british i don't think people should sing british i, I, I don't think, think it, is it even a thing maybe this is a, a a mean take i don't think people should sing british it's already hard to to speak to understand speaking british <laughs> like singing british is very there are hard. so many singers who you don't know are british because they just sing and you know melodically you can't tell someone's accent yeah. and then like suddenly they'll start talking and it's like they have a completely like Bono doesn't talk the way he sings mm-hmm. yeah I I think like trying to sing British no like there's maybe certain words you can like go like do a little inflection on but I don't think that they like the Taylor Swift thing was so funny to me I'm just like imagining her as like an actress from that it is just really funny what do you what notes do you think they gave her like okay taylor now you're gonna get up on the moon and you're gonna be real sexy and you're gonna walk sexy in your heels and here's your starbucks cup it's covered Mm -hmm. in rhinestones and it has catnip (laughs) in it i just shake it everywhere shake out your starbucks cup i think that i wonder what taylor swift's cats because she famously has cats and loves cats i wonder what they thought watching that i wonder how cats would react to this movie do you think they would like see themselves in it or do you think they would freak out i don't think they'd recognize themselves they'd look at it and go what am i looking because they don't have cat faces they just have cat Mm -hmm. bodies so they have human faces so cats are just looking at they don't even really have cat bodies they have like humanoid like they have like right they their bodies are are so not cat like like that a cat would just be what am i looking at yeah it's they have cat ears and they have fur and all their genitals and sexual parts are like matted down or just not or just erased yeah these poor cats have no they they can't poop because they don't have buttholes (laughs) they're just filling up with poop Maybe that's why they're all so like sad. That's what the heavy side layer just... is. It's just a toilet that they can finally open up their buttholes and shit. <laughs> 17 years worth. 
of stored poop because mm-hmm. they these guys were eating a lot i don't get why also like cats like um jenny and dots wanted to go to the heavy side layer like they were having fun in their lives like you don't need to go yet I, I genuinely don't know what the heavy side layer is. And if like you're like, heaven, right? if you're like, I'm good, I'm like, here's my great life. Now, please send me somewhere else. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. You're right. Like, I get why Grizabella would want to go to the heavy side layer or McCavity yeah. or whatever. Why do you think McCavity wants to go? I think that he like thinks it'll make him more powerful to like reemerge and start again and like. But he yeah. doesn't come back, right? Once you go to the heavy side layer, I think it's you're... getting. I think you get a new life, like you're a cat with. Oh, is it like uh, reincarnation, or you know, the cats have this? nine lives, so you like become a new cat. Oh. You're reborn as a new cat. Oh. So you That's can be sent to. The... So you can be sent to the heavy side layer nine times. I guess. Oh, but boy. you would be a new cat each time. But oh. also, what happens if you're on your ninth life? Life. Then. You become a cloud. I don't know. <laughs> there were there's a lot of unanswered questions. There really are. And I and I remember saying to Brandon, what is the heavy side layer? And he looked it up and he goes, Oh, well, it's a thing that uh, T. S. Eliot made up and it comes back in um, mm-hmm. a bunch of his uh, work. And I went, Okay. That doesn't answer what it is though. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot that it's kind of crazy that this was like the longest running Broadway musical or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the movie is not a great is not a great reflection of what the yes. musical is, but also when you but look the at the musical is also it's... not a great reflection of what the musical is. Like it just <laughs> shouldn't have been. Um, there's like a running joke in like high school theater that every girl trying to play like a sad ingenue will sing memory in her audition right everyone wants to sing grisabella and it's so it's funny it's like very funny to watch like 14 year old girls try to sing memory from cats (laughs) they're like i've been such a hoe and i'm ready to turn (laughs) over a new leaf ready to sing about it it's so funny and it's just andrew lloyd weber is really something else like like, we make fun of Lin-Manuel Miranda and his lip bite, but at least he's, like, telling us stories that make sense, you know? His lip bite? His lip bite? That's, oh, is that how Lin-Manuel Miranda acts? No, do you remember those lip. pictures of him with the lip bite? No, I don't. Were they, like, like sexy lip bite pictures? Oh, my gosh. People, oh. like, were making fun of it so much. I'm gonna find it for you. This summer, it was, like, a thing. It's this picture. Do you remember it? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of do. Yeah, everyone was like putting it all over the internet this summer. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Do you have a favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? I like Evita. That's Andrew Lloyd Webber, right? Mm, yes, Evita. Yeah. Um, but he's also, not a lot of his musicals are huge on plot. And I found that out the hard way when I saw Jesus Christ Superstar because I'm very Jewish. And so... Mm-hmm. They really, the, the, they really expect you to know a lot of the plot already because it's the story of Jesus. But yeah. I was sitting there with five other Jews going, do you know what's going on? <laughs> I have no idea. So there's two people named Simon? Okay, I have no, okay, great. I have no clue. And then there's Starship, uh, Starship, Starlight Express, which is about toy trains that have mm-hmm. come to life. And I think- I don't know just, anything about Starlight Express. 
it's um performed on roller skates because they're trains and i think that that should that have been the dangerous. movie that should have been the movie they made yeah that sounds like someone's gonna fall into the orchestra pit oh, oh i'm sure it's happened Ugh. no but yeah he's not he's an interesting character andrew lloyd Webber. yes so is so is mccavity I want to know more about McCavity. What mm-hmm. is his goal? To be powerful. To I be think. powerful. Just to have power. But he already has the ability to turn into dust and turn other people into dust and teleport wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. I feel like none of the other cats could do that. So he's already really kind of cornered the market on special abilities when it comes to these cats like all of them have personality traits but none of them have magic mm-hmm. except him i also think that he's not doing it right because i think he shouldn't be like entering himself in this contest i think that he, he should have been kind of like looking in the shadows ready to strike because they're aware that he's doing this yeah they know who he is you know like they're watching him like that's the worst time like like villains don't announce that they're competing in the contest you know what I mean? not only did he announce but he stripped completely naked sent his goons in there to drug everyone and then showed up when he showed up completely nude at the end of his song or taylor swift song i'm just like so they took the jacket off just so that what are the what are the what are the clothing choices here and then I did realize that maybe he had to do all of these uh, shady uh, uh, activities in order to win because he could not sing. Yeah. And I think it's because Idris Elba, though he can do everything else, we finally found the one thing he cannot do and it is sing on key. Uh (laughs) They hit it pretty well, but. That's why that they need to catnip everyone. I think also it was supposed to be like, you know, he's like the kind of sexy that you just can't resist, even though he's evil. Um, He's so sexy that he can talk sing all of his lyrics and you're still like into it. Talk sing. If he's naked, he can talk sing and you're like. um, And and old Deuteronomy says, you will never, ever be my jellical choice. mm -hmm. She gives it to him. What's a jellical? There it is. There's the other thing that comes up at least once every eight seconds. And Jellical songs for Jellical cats. Yeah, what is Jellical? I, I bet you if I asked my husband to look it up, he'd be like, oh, you know, it's one of those things that T.S. <laughs> Eliot put in all of his poems and, and, and then walk away because that's the answer. And it's just another one of those things that if you're going to be Dr. Seuss, yeah, if you're going to have nonsense, I, I don't know, at least make a, whenever Dr. Seuss said, oh, look, it's a truffulump, at least they showed you the, what, what a truffulump was. was. They showed you that it's a blob and it looks like, but they just kept saying jellical, jellical, jellical over and over there as if eventually we figured out. There was in Dr. Seuss. Here, there was no, like, it was just throwing around words to see what landed. But jellical was really, jellical, heavy side layer. It's just like, what is this? And also, do any of these cats have owners? No, it seems like they were all abandoned. Like that's that's how we met Victoria, right? She was mm-hmm. she was abandoned. But like some of them are like living large and some of them 
are That's true street cats huh. i guess they i guess they just all want to be jellicles also why is old deuteronomy ever going to get to go to the heavy side layer herself no. Do you think she? Do you think she's been there? Maybe she. Maybe that's what happens after your ninth life is you become old Deuteronomy, and that's why uh, it was a dude in the musical, and now it's Dame Judy Dench because it's a it's, rotating position. It's like the reincarnation of doctors here. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who, yeah. Jellicle cats, all the same. All the same universe. I just. Do you think that, like, Ian McKellen and Idris Elba and, like, Judy Dench knew what they were getting themselves into? I, think they, I don't think they know today what happened to that movie. Yeah. I don't think they remember shooting any of the things that made it onto the camera. And they're just probably like, wow, wow. Well, back to London for some Shakespeare so I can cleanse myself of this. Do you think they just like wore green screen bodysuits and just like danced around? As much as I want to hope so, as I much feel... as I want to believe they did, I feel like the director Tom Hooper really wanted realism. He didn't get it, but he really wanted like he wanted them to build the sets, he wanted them to make the costumes, he wanted to put the actors in makeup and he yeah. wanted real dancers. So I I have to imagine they made they made them wear some real furs at some point. I would like to see like a documentary of like behind the scenes of cats. That'll probably come out in 20 years and people will be like, you just didn't understand it at the time. You just didn't get it. Like it's a, it's going to become, it's going to become camp. This movie. It became, I, I feel like it already did. And it became camp so quickly that I was annoyed at it. I was like, you can't just become a cult film as yeah. soon as you come out. You need to you need to go through the 20 year period of everyone going. Ugh. Also, it was too high budget for it to be like that. You know. That's the other thing. It's, it's not like a, a freaks and geeks thing. Like it's Yeah. It has the biggest stars of Hollywood in it. it yeah. They spent so much money on it. Like Taylor Swift wrote a song for it. <laughs> like it's at the end of the day, it is a horror film about the dangers of Hollywood excess. Yeah, that that is the bottom line. It's like, we let famous people get away with everything. We really anything. do. And like, none of these people, I mean, they shouldn't lose their careers for a bad movie, of course. Of course mm-hmm. not. Maybe maybe one or two. Of but them instead but, 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 of that movie, instead of that movie, we could have made so many movies from like new up and coming, you know, writers have, and directors and actors. Yeah. You know? And it's like, why do people think this is what we should funnel all of our money into? Like it cost Universal Pictures over $110 million um, the loss in losses when they made this movie. So as cult as mm-hmm. it might be, and maybe one day, one day it'll become it'll achieve that cult status but it does feel like studios are just funneling money into movies that don't have to be good they just have to be uh they just have to capture our attention or they just have to compete and 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 that's kind of what this movie did and i hope it (laughs) i hope it's not a sign of things to come but it sure was i mean i think we're in retrospect i think that I think until we have the next cats, we're we're fine. We're kind of I think we're on the up and up from what ha- from what cats did. As to a us. nation, we've started to we finally started to rebuild. Like I think the first COVID case in the US was like right around when cats was released. 
It was actually, it actually didn't come from a bat after all. It came from a cat. It came from the cats. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) we've reached, we've reached our uh, uh, conclusion to the discussion of the horror film. Oh, we didn't really discuss what made cats queer, but kind of everything. It's it's a story about (laughs) experimenting in college. Um, got musical theater elements it's 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 queer they have a a singing talent show at the end like it's it's about theater cats um james corden there they're all sleeping around um james corden's there um it's it's queer canon for sure absolutely Um, and there's and there's like uh, gay cats in it like the most thirsting for any of these cats was for like the two guys like Monkus Drep and Mistopheles mm-hmm. and Skimbleshanks. People were like, uh, is it weird that I'm attracted to the railway cat? And everyone else <laughs> is like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but people were like thirsty for these cats and it's like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> but not to yuck anyone else's yums. I suppose this movie is I guess it's somebody's, uh, it's somebody's godfather. <laughs> I know cats apologists for sure. Oh, really? They're already out there? Mm-hmm. What do they say? Do they say that it's... They're just like, it was interesting. It, like, it was not... Bad. None of them say it was good. good. No, oh. they're like, it wasn't meant to be good. Like, it was supposed to be, like, art. It was supposed to push boundaries and it was supposed to change what you thought about, like, animation and, like, action. I don't think it's action. that deep. <laughs> no at a certain point i think the director was like sure we'll just we'll just do it so poorly that people will think it's performance art eventually it all comes full circle yeah i was like who's green lighting this like what did the pitch look like because it's sure as hell had not like was not what actually happened because who would have greenlit what actually came out like definitely like had to evolve to that like that was not the intention for sure I'm sure it went through so many, like, like the production was so troubled that it went through so many rewrites, so many reshoots, so many disagreements. And when it comes to these big budget pictures, you know, sure, they hire a director, but there are like 60 producers and they all have their hand in the pot. And it seemed like the reason it's so, it feels so uh, directionless and yet going in every direction at once is because it, there were just maybe too many cats in the kitchen, too many cooks yeah. in the cradle. Too many cats in the cradle with the silver spoon? Yeah. Too many cats in the jellicles. It'll always be a horrific curiosity to me. But yeah. I don't it's, know. It if, was a fevered dream for sure. I don't know for after sure. two times if I would gag on this movie again, though. Would you? No. Uh, not for a long time. No. Not until, not until the second remake comes out and we're like, oh, God. Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. We have to start another pandemic just to keep this movie from coming out. I thought it would be like, it, it could have been done like Air Buds, you know? Oh my goodness, yeah. Where they could have had an actual cat and then just put Aubrey Plaza's voice over it like mm-hmm. they did in that one movie. That would have been much better. <laughs> Perfect. But, yeah. Well, Yamini. We've come to the end of our discussion of the queer horror film Cats. <laughs> Where can people find you on Instagram and Twitter to laugh at your on, jokes and like your pictures? On Instagram, they can find me at Yamini Does Comedy. 
and on Twitter they can find me. <laughs> I didn't realize it until you said it out loud. And on Twitter they can find me at show me the yams with a Z at the end. Yams with a Z. Was Yamini does comedy taken? No, I I had show me the yams before I had Yamini's comedy. What I really want is just Yamini, but the woman who has Yamini, she hasn't on Instagram, she hasn't posted in, in years. On Twitter, she posts, but she's followed by Obama, so I don't think I like have that street cred. Um, oh, yeah, you has... can't just disappear after getting followed by Obama. But I think a lot of people are followed by Obama because he followed like everyone back in 2008 when they had. Oh, yeah, that's that's nice. But I haven't followed him. But um, there's also a, just a Yams, and I tried to get at Yams. That person hasn't tweeted since 2013. But we need to I, find these people. We need to track need them to, down and confront yeah. them. I I don't know. I I'm not I'm not married to show me the yams, but it's it's fine for now. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's like, ooh, does she mean root vegetables? Maybe. Let's let's follow her to find out. And yeah. then eventually somewhere down the line, once you reach like fifty thousand followers, some reply guy is just gonna be like I followed for pictures of large potatoes and I gotta say <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, okay, let me end the let me end the thing by saying that you can follow me at Joshua Simon says on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want, you can support the podcast on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash gagpod. That's www.patreon.com slash G-A-G. P-O-D. You can like, subscribe, listen to on any of your podcast apps, Stitcher, Stitcher Premium, perhaps. I don't know who pays for it, but I'm sure I'm on there. Go ahead, try it out. And if I'm not, tell me so I can get on Stitcher Premium. I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why I'm trying to get on Stitcher Premium, but it seems like a crusade to take up for mm-hmm. 2021. Um, Yamini, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks so much for having me. I was beautiful to relive um, one of the greatest tragedies of the last year. Um, Amazing. Coronavirus. Been... Coronavirus sucks, but it really does. Cats is forever. Might be worse. <laughs> yeah. It's wild that it's only been 365 days, and that it's been even less than that amount of time for this pandemic, but. It feels like it's been 10 years. It feels like it's been forever. And we're going to get a vaccine for COVID, but there's going to be no vaccine to stop people from seeing cats. There's no cure. Only Mm -hmm. education. And that's why we're here. This is like wearing a mask, like listening to this warning. Listening to this (laughs) podcast is as important as wearing a mask. And it's as as, uh, refuted by Republicans. Yeah. They do not like me. Alrighty, Amini. Do you want to help me say goodbye to the gremlins? Yes. Say bye, gremlins. Bye, gremlins. Bye.